Welcome to another GenCast, the daily live webcast that happens Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern here on YFELive.com. I'm your host, Jennifer Dono, and I'm really excited because today is Focus Friday. Focus Friday is always a fun day, and today's guest is going to make it even a little bit more fun. Colleen DeBase is our guest, and she is going to be talking about a few opportunities uh, that comes along with being at the Story Exchange. Uh, they have some really cool uh, ways that young female entrepreneurs can be featured. Colleen has been a writer for some time now. She is also the author of the Wall Street Journal's Complete Small Business Guidebook. So you know she has a lot of knowledge to share with us today. I'm really excited to introduce her. So let's go ahead and just bring her on right away. Colleen, thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Very nice to be here. So tell us a little bit more about your background. I gave a really rough intro. I'll make sure that I include your full bio underneath this video. But how did you get started? You're now at the Story Exchange. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What did you do before that? Sure. sure. Well, I've been a journalist for uh, my entire career. Um, a long time now. Can't say exactly how long, but <laughs> a long time, suffice it to say. Um, I've been covering entrepreneurship for... Um, uh, probably about eight eight years now, and uh, I'm the former small business editor of the Wall Street Journal. I was with the Wall Street Journal for about 13 years, and while I was there, I also wrote a book about how to start and run a business. I've uh, also worked at a variety of other places over the years. I was at Business Week, um, I was at Smart Money Magazine, and also Entrepreneur Magazine. And uh, more recently, I've joined the Story Exchange, which I'm thrilled that some of your uh, viewers and members have heard of it. We're very small. We're a small nonprofit media organization. We're based here in New York, and we are uh, dedicated to women business owners, and we produce videos and articles about women business owners. So, Colleen, tell us more about the Story Exchange, because this is the thing. Um, I get this a lot with young female entrepreneurs. People ask me, uh, how do you make money? I don't see any ads on your website. What are you doing? And it, it always feels a little like, uh, I don't know about this organization if I don't know how or the motive behind it. So the Story Exchange is unique in that you are a nonprofit. So yeah. what? tell us more about that. Yeah, I was actually very drawn to working for the Story Exchange because it's nonprofit, and uh, having worked in media for a long time, that uh, is, is is not something I'm used to. I, I'm, I'm used to working for pretty big publications that are really dependent upon advertiser revenue, and um, uh, have uh, uh, in some cases uh, adjusted to this online age and the digital era, era uh, somewhat. Um, uh, uh, with uh, with difficulty, I guess. So working in media can be difficult these days, and I think all of us um, are now inundated with media. You know, I think we see the Buzzfeeds of the world. Yeah. We see a lot of listicles. We see you know ten reasons to click on this article, and you kind of see that infiltrating the media space. So. Uh, I was attracted to work for the Story Exchange, not only because of the focus on women business owners, which is a cause near and dear to my heart, but I love that uh, we are a nonprofit. We're organized as such. The Story Exchange focuses on women business owners, which is a cause near and dear to my heart. But I also love that uh, we're a nonprofit. So, um, and I, I was just starting to say we were founded by two women. Victoria Wong, who's a retired banker, and Sue Williams, who is a documentary filmmaker. 
And, you know, our goal is um, we don't have to worry about, because we're privately funded, we don't have to worry about advertisers or anything like that. We just do these stories. And, and so, um, so we produce both videos and articles that tell the stories of female entrepreneurs and how they started it and grew their businesses. And what we do, just for greater exposure, and this could interest your viewers, is that we partner with mainstream media. So one of our big partners, for instance, is the New York Times. So the New York Times will um, run our articles and videos, which is great. That just gives more exposure to the uh, women business owners that we want to highlight. Well, and Colleen, I wanted to ask you, and if while you're talking or while you're <laughs> trying to figure this out, I we lost your video, so if you're able to put it back oh. on, I don't know if you can just click huh. on the video camera, but we still have your audio, so we're good. Um, so while you're working that out, oh, there you are. Yeah, you're back. <laughs> All right, so Colleen, I was going to ask you about someone like Kara Swisher, for example. Yeah. Uh, they, they had, you know, similar career paths as you, and they went off and started their own publications. What, yeah. I, what I really like about you is that you don't have, like you said, you don't have that pressure where they have, I feel like, an immense amount of pressure to get clicks and to eventually sell to, you know, the BuzzFeeds of the world or something like that for their investors. Was that something that you ever considered, starting your own Colleen's World type of a thing? <laughs> or was this literally someone approached you and you were like, sweet? Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, not really. Um, you know, I, uh, I, that's actually really something we're just starting to see. We're seeing these yeah. really uh, prominent journalists, far more prominent than I am, starting their own publications. And Kara Swisher and Walt Mossberg are great examples. And it's so exciting to see what they're doing. And um, I wish them all the luck in the world. But yeah, that's a lot of pressure and a lot of stress, and uh, you know, particularly when you have investors, as some of your viewers might have, uh, you know, that 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 is um, that's sort of a different ball of wax. So I am not, I wasn't ready at this juncture to do anything like that. So let's get into Working the for a nonprofit. Yeah, let's get into the journalist aspect of this sure. because. The thing that I love about Story Exchange goes back goes back to the fact that you're nonprofit, and so you're able yeah. to feature people just to get them out there in the first yeah. place. And like I was mentioning to you yesterday, me as like the small little content creator, I can pick that up myself. And I feel like there is this big snowball effect where you discover people, not yeah. because they have huge audiences or anything like some kind of snappy headline, but because they are someone that's going to maybe do big things in the future. Mm -hmm. You put it up on New York Times, and then there's that snowball effect and more people pick you up and that type of a thing so as a journalist what advice would you give to other young female entrepreneurs who want to get into the press would it be the best route to go to a smaller publication how do you get the attention of a journalist yeah oh I think yeah starting with smaller publications is is great I think the the most important thing is what you say when you contact a journalist or when your PR person contacts a journalist and that is, you know, I think you need to share your story and I think you need to be very honest and candid about it. And as journalists, what we love to hear are sort of like the quirky, unusual bits of your journey. And uh, we also, we love to hear about the unique things that you have faced along the way as you've started and run a business. We love to hear about the challenges and the difficulties. If you had some sort of epic failure as you were starting your business, we love to hear about that. Um, and you know, I say that because 
Um, I think a mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs make when they approach journalists is they kind of give the same pitch that they might give an investor or a potential client or a customer where they talk about how great they are. And of course they're great. We all know you're great. But as a journalist, what I'm more interested in is just, you know, what went wrong? Tell me about that. <laughs> what did you learn from it? Because, you know, that is something that others can learn from. And as a journalist, I want to highlight your story so that others can be inspired and so that others can learn from it. So, so the, that's sort of the recommendation I would make. Don't, you know, remember that you're pitching a journalist and not a customer. You know, share the really the goofy, the quirky, the unusual, and of course the, 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 the real difficulties that you've been dealing with. Well, that's great advice. And so as far as, you know, you mentioned the mistake that small business owners might make. You wrote, like I said, the Wall Street Journal Small Business Guidebook. So are there any other mistakes that you're seeing on the people that maybe you're featuring or people that approach you that you wish you you just want to reach out and shake them and be like, stop doing this? Ha, <laughs> um, You know, one thing that, um, well, you know, oh, one thing, you know, a stat we often hear is about, you know, the failure rate of small businesses and how, um, I forget what, what currently it is, how many fail before they reach the, the, the two-year mark. And um, most research indicates that most businesses fail because they're undercapitalized and something has gone wrong in the financial aspect of running a business. Uh, one mistake I see sometimes uh, with people who start and run a business is they're real passionate passionate about something, you know, whether that's cupcakes or, you know, maybe they're a fashion designer and they're passionate about the sweater they're making. They start a business because of that and they really don't want to have to deal with the numbers side or accounting because that's boring to them. That's not the, the creative part of the business. That's not the fun part of the business. But it is a business and you have to know these things and you have to um, not just you of course have an accountant and financial advisors but you know you have to know this too you can't just rely on other people so a mistake I think I see some entrepreneurs making is just not understanding the nitty-gritty financial side of a business if you don't know that there are plenty of places to turn to a lot of uh, universities and colleges will offer programs the uh, small um, development centers in different cities that you can go take a class and you know just do what you can to learn that part of it and don't you know bury your head in the sand you you need to know that a lot of women don't grow up being exposed to sort of uh, finances and money you have to know this and and, and the, the more you know about the financial part of the business the stronger you and your business will be well and we've talked about this a number of times what you focus on grows that type of a thing and since I've yeah. been a little bit more interested or more focused in on our numbers and our in our own business I've definitely seen an improvement so while it's not the sexy part of yeah. your business like you talked about it's not something that's fun or creative it's definitely something that'll improve your bottom line and really help you to be able to be passionate and creative so let's talk okay. let's talk Cash about this. Be very sexy. Yeah. Let's talk okay. about this story exchange now because you have this really cool opportunity as far as getting young women's names out there. So if you're uh, following along with our daily action calendar, everyone that's watching live, you know that our quote that went out today was from Arel Moody. He's a prominent young entrepreneur and he 
argued on YFE chat that uh, if you don't see something, if you're if you're not exposed to it, there's so much more of a chance that you're not going to actually be able to achieve something bigger because you don't believe it's possible. So mm-hmm. in this sense, I really do feel like we have an obligation not just to get our name out there for the reasons of, um, you know, to get exposure for our business, but I feel like we have an obligation to other young female entrepreneurs to say, look, I'm doing it. It's possible. You can too. So Colleen, what are you doing with the Story Exchange right now to get young women's names out there? Totally. I I love what you're saying. Uh, We are all about role models. That's a big reason why we do what we do. We want to show other women out there um, how other women are doing it. And and, uh, we feel that there's um, often not enough uh, attention in the media to women business owners. You know, when small businesses or uh, entrepreneurs are covered in the media, oftentimes it's those super successful ones that you hear about coming out of Silicon Valley. Often young guys running tech startups, and they're the ones that get sort of the lion's share of attention. When you look at some of the data, you'll see that women women are starting businesses at one and a half times the national average. And uh, since the recession, women-owned businesses in the United States have added more jobs to the economy than male-owned firms. So it's really tremendous what women business owners are doing. We don't, <clears throat> we don't think they get enough attention, so we want to highlight them. And uh, what you were saying is, is great about role models and about women putting themselves out there so that other women can see. Uh, 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 historically, women-owned businesses have not hit the same revenue level as male-owned businesses, and a lot of that is just because you know a lot of women just don't have those role models to to emulate so that's um so that is what we are trying to do is to provide those role models and I, i'd love to talk about our young women to watch list uh which i think could be of interest to your viewers if that sounds all right yes and you know what i'm gonna actually i created a short link for it too so everyone can go and apply because it's such a phenomenal opportunity and young women are always asking me where can i go and get my business featured well this is a great one so yeah definitely tell us about it yeah so um so what we want to highlight are the young women out there by young we mean um 35 or under and uh we want to look at the women around the world you can be in the u.s or you can be elsewhere uh we want to look at women who are doing something innovative or unique or just really fascinating with their businesses that are really the ones to watch in in the years ahead and what you know we're when we uh, so we're soliciting submissions for this um, uh, on our on our website. Can you see me? Because my screen just went dark. I just yep. want to make sure. You- okay, we can great. See you. Perfect. Um, so we're soliciting submissions on our website, so you can apply there. We're going to go through all of our entries, and we're going to pick a final list that we'll publish in May. So um, we will, you know, hopefully uh, give some media exposure to young women out there who are doing great entrepreneurial things. We'll, of course, share this list with our partners. Like I say, the New York Times is our big partner. Um, we also have other ones, Huffington Post, and, of course, a lot of the, the, the women's uh, uh, trade associations out there. We also will, uh, our specialty is doing these really beautifully produced videos um, on female entrepreneurs, and we um, will be uh, doing videos as well uh, uh, on some of the women who make our final list. So it's, awesome. it's a great... Yeah, it's a great opportunity, and we really encourage 
women entrepreneurs under the age of 35 to uh, apply for this opportunity. Well, and you know, when you look through your website too, like you said, it's not just, you know, you talked about the, the men that are getting big VC funding and starting tech companies. You're not just like other publications, like Women 2.0. I mean, there's other people that are featuring women, but you are, there's no requirement that you're in tech. So you really do get a nice wide variety of, of representation there. No, in fact, yeah, most most of the women we feature are not in tech, and um, you know we don't. You don't necessarily have to be super successful uh, in your business yet. You know, we we are most interested in in hearing about your story and you know all those things I said before. You know the the stuff you've gone through and um, you know the really fascinating. Uh, pieces of your journey. All right. Well, Colleen, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Where can everyone find you after this? Because this is the this is my one tip to everyone. I follow all of the journalists that I love to read. So if I find somebody I in Fast Company, I have three or so journalists that every time they put an article out, I love it. So I follow them on Twitter. So it's not just following the publication at large, following the people that actually contribute to it. So Colleen, where can people find you? Oh, sure. Well, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is my name. It's Colleen DeBase. E-E-N-D-E, B as in boy, A-I-S-E. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn, and my email is Colleen at thestoryexchange.org, and I'd love to hear from you. And then tell us one more time, where can people find out more about the, the opportunity to be featured with the Story Exchange? Our website. So if you go to the storyexchange.org, it is uh, right at the top of our uh, website. So you'll see it there. Awesome. Well, Colleen, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today on Focus Friday. My pleasure. And I really respect and admire what you do. So it's, it's been fun talking with you. Well, thank you. All right, everyone, so you've just been watching Colleen DeBase. She's a journalist over at the Story Exchange. Make sure that you take them a time, you know, some time to, you know, carve out of your day to go and apply. No matter what, if you want to get press for your business or, or whatever your additional motives are, we should all be trying to put ourselves out there just so that we can show other people it's possible. So, everyone, thank you so much for watching live. This has been the daily live webcast called GenCast. I'm your host, Jennifer Dono. You can tweet me at Jennifer Dono. And, of course, use the hashtag GenCast when you're commenting later on this video to find out more about everything that's happening with young female entrepreneurs and to stay in touch with opportunities like this one. Uh, make sure that you sign up for our mailing list at yfe.me forward slash mailed it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much and have a fantastic Focus Friday.